The energy in the startup space too is, is phenomenal. You know, when, when you actually talk to them and tell them, wait a minute, it's not like that everywhere. You know, there's, there's, there's ways that you can actually be successful and not being taken advantage of. Yada, yada, yada. It's incredible when they turn around and open up and there's trust. Welcome to the Invest Local Podcast, where we uncover the brilliance of local businesses that are slugging it out, serving their customers and giving back to their own communities. Check us out at vicinitycapital.com and give us a follow on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are not making any investment recommendations, nor are we providing any sort of investment advice. Now on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Invest Local Podcast series. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Derek Whaley, and today on the podcast, we have two exciting members of the Southern Pillar community in the Charleston area, Daniel Stern, Chief Development Officer and former director of uh, the uh, Harbor Entrepreneur Center in Charleston. And we also have the founder, Noah Lisk, at Lisk Industries in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Now, Noah has an MBA from University of Michigan, and I, I'm excited to, to unpack how. Um, how, how he was doing it during the day or at night. Um, also, computer networking degree from Strayer University and National Small Business Award winner. Um, also, chief architect for a 10-year, $900 million program consolidating a worldwide intelligence agency while delivering a building and the first of its kind multi-level securing, security data center. So we have so much to unpack, um, but we are going to unpack both of these gentlemen's stories the business and kind of learning what it's like to take on a business, grow it, um, and thinking local at the same time. So gentlemen, thank you both for jumping on. Um, Daniel, real quick, I, I saw the, uh, uh, the Harbor Entrepreneur Center and I've heard a little bit about it. What was that like and how did that transition to, uh, to Lusk Industries? Um, it was a crash course in everything startup, uh, tech Charleston, it was uh, just a, a, a real mainlining of all of the entrepreneurial activity in Charleston. Uh, the Harbor is fabulous at working with that uh, group. And so I was really lucky to, to be a part of that program for a year and a half um, and to learn basically the, the entire entrepreneurial ecosystem of the Lowcountry. Amazing. Was it was it just a complete unveiling when you before you went through? Did you have any idea what it was about, or when you went through, it was like, <laughs> whoa! I just now I see the light. Like, wow! This was this was everything. Uh, it was it was almost a complete unveiling. My background is primarily nonprofit uh, fundraising, and executive director um, was a lot of the work that I've done before. The Harbor is a nonprofit organization, so. On that front, I was fine. Uh, on the for-profit and the entrepreneurial ecosystem and all of these things, I probably had an idea, but I had no idea what, what that community actually looked like and, and how it worked. And um, it was just a, an incredible experience to learn that. Okay, very cool. And then, then the transition now to your role at, at LISC, where, uh, how did those two meet? How did those two, point A to point B? Uh, well, I worked with Noah's uh, wife, Lisa, on a foundation uh, that uh, taught life skills to individuals with disabilities. And they spun off uh, their own foundation, which provides financial resources to individuals with disabilities in the Lowcountry called Five Fish Foundation, and became a part of that. And, you know, through this opportunity, through that opportunity, I obviously got to know Noah a lot better. 
And when I started at the Harbor, I didn't know Noah was associated there. And he kind of sat me down before I really started and kind of gave me a lay of the land, which was very, very helpful. Uh, I didn't know what to do with all the information, but it was good to have it. Um, and, you know, this, uh, this opportunity came up to do a lot of the things that I love to do. I still work in nonprofit for the Five Fish Foundation over here mm. in my role. And I'm also able to work with startups, which I've found is a real passion of mine. So I was able to marry a lot of the things I love to do in this position. And I got to get rid of a lot of stuff I don't like to do. So uh, it was a really awesome fit for me. It sounds like the perfect blend. Sounds like the perfect blend. So, so Noah, to, to you, it sounds like you've been hustling and grinding since 18 years, years old. And so, you know, Lisk Industries yourself, let's, we can start at the beginning, um, but I, I'd love to know, I mean, when did you know small business, starting a business, growing? Because it sounds like you've got quite a few things that, that are in the, in the works right now. So could you tell a little bit, a little bit about Lisk? Yeah, so when we when we started our first company it was Ishmi Information Technologies. That was our, our our cyber offensive weapons company that we still have today. That was back oh, almost fourteen years ago here in September. Um, we um, I turned that over in two thousand sixteen uh, to the right management team that could take it to the next level, if you will. Uh, I I found that you know I really like to start things. I like to get them started, get them revenue, and once it starts to become a chore, you know that's a, that's an operational challenge and a grind. That's a whole different grind. Um, and there's a lot of people that are really good at that. There's a lot of people that don't like what I do, which is the early stage stuff. I, especially if it's in tech, it's, it's just, for me, it's, a, um, it's like being a car mechanic. You know, I'm not afraid to drive a car or work on a car if you're a mechanic. Man in the tech space, <laughs> I'm a mechanic, you know, and, and so I've been able to, uh, been very blessed that I was able to turn over. I actually started a gym in 2015, right before I stopped that because I knew I was gonna have to have something else to do. I didn't been given enough that information from the older guys. If you're gonna retire young, you better have something to jump to. So that was the gym. That lasted like 12 days. And then I got involved in a prop tech startup, which really got me from ground level. They had a POC, proof of concept. And then we had a, um, uh, they needed to take it to production. And that um, that's one of the things I do pretty well is I take someone else's technology and move it out. So after doing that stint, uh, we had had a conglomerate uh, called Lesk Industries for a long time. And uh, I started doing some work out of Lesk Industries related to tech. And, uh, you know, we actually uh, were able to bring Daniel over. And uh, we moved all the tech work out of my conglomerate, obviously, because that's a liability I don't want to have in there, down to a software company called Primal. So um, I've been turning away a lot of software work for a lot of years. And uh, because I really okay. didn't want to do it, I hadn't found out what I wanted to do. It's normally expensive to have a software crew, um, depending on what stage you are in the software process. I was able to actually identify a pretty cool crew that's very affordable and great to work with that we are able to make a great team in the early state or the early stage, if you will, of the tech environment. Um, costs are high all the time for software development. We've taken those out. Uh, software developers are typically, typically only giving you what they want to do to make more money. We're taking that out. We're serving leadership. That's all I know is servant leadership. Okay, I'm the okay. one that helps you get where you're at. We have an inverted uh, organizational structure in everywhere I, I, I practice, and I'm at the bottom. 
the employees actually deliver the product. So when we're working with with people, uh, you know, and they come into Primal and or Less Industries, we're actually working with them as if they are the employee. We are serving them. It's such a, it seems like it should be the model, but right now today, no one understands that. Today, it, you go into yeah, software agreed. and it's mother may I, you know, will you help me? Will you not screw me over? Well, we're trying to be a place where you're safe to actually explore that and you have money to get to the next level when you're done. That's, that's what we've, uh, that's what this is elevated to. How did I know I was a, a, a good early stage guy, a grinder, if you will? I've done it. <laughs> and I can do it again and again and again. So that's where we, I've got some uh, business partners that love the next stage where you're ready, ready to go from your original proof of concept uh, MVP to uh, production. And you want to build that generation mm -hmm. to a production. Man, I got great partners for that. We don't want to do that work. We'll take you from the, the grind to the post revenue and hopefully you need another generation. We'll crank out the DevOps. No? So, you no, know, and it sounds like you have your niche and your skill set honed in just to, to a T. When did that confidence, when did you know that, okay, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do? Do you have a story or a moment yeah, well, where you're saying, I, I, I'm the startup guy and I know how I can do this? September... No, October of 20, no, November of 2016, I had to sit myself in a hotel room and teach myself how to code again. Okay. I taught myself the mean IO stack, which is Mongo database, Express, Angular, and Node.js, which are all software languages, databases, and things. I had to teach myself that in a hotel room. Four years later, I went on to grow that company as the president in its first sales cycle. First quarter, 15,000% users, 500% in uh, revenue, and I had us in the black. That was from a proof of concept, which was garbage, that I had to DevOps and build the whole team. I built the whole team. It was like, a, it was like my MBA thesis, where I had to do every piece from scratch. It was awesome. So now I've sort of turned that project over, and they better make me my money, okay? And, um, <laughs> because I built it. Yeah. And so now um, I'm actually offering these services to a bunch of startups. What happened is, is I was found by people who have domain knowledge, but are absolutely clueless when it comes to technology. No idea how to run a company or do anything other than they had an idea. I realized if you come to me with an idea and it's tech and it's got legs, we can make you a millionaire. That's what I do. Their whole tech problem goes away. I instantly become their CTO tech officer as well as their product officer and I and my team just take all the tech pain away. We speak your language because we speak English. Yeah. We're in the U. No, I mean, yeah. it, and we're priced like we're yeah. not. It's pretty because yeah. I don't have see the thing is, is what's wonderful is I'm not scamming my paycheck out of this company. So I can actually do a lot of work for people because we can have affordable rates. This wow. is like for me, it's not really a job. Does that make sense? Oh, I see it, it, it does. Yeah, it does. And, and honestly, I think I think I'm, I hear them wheeling the chair out on Shark Tank for uh, for adding a fifth too to uh, to help help see and filter some of these other companies out. Oh, that's so that's yeah, awesome. We love so, it. So and, yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry. Go the ahead, energy, sorry. the energy in the startup space too is is phenomenal. You know, when when you actually talk to them and tell them, wait a minute, it's not like that everywhere. 
you know, there's, there's, there's ways that you can actually be successful and not being taken advantage of. Yada, yada, yada. It's incredible when they turn around and open up and there's trust. Uh, that's the biggest thing that we're having a problem with on any scene, anywhere you're at. There's literally, you talk about sharks. Yeah. There's the software sharks that are hanging around all the incubators that are hanging around all the, the accelerators trying to get to the work. They're not necessarily vetted or even, you know, going to deliver the product correctly. Uh, again, it goes back to those poor guys, they, guys and girls that start out with the job. They don't have any tech experience. So they almost need a really good mentor. That's kind of the way that I like to think of it. They're doing a lot of metrics. So anyway, Daniel came over and he's the one who had the idea for the incubator. That's not my idea. He had the idea. He's the genius. I love it. So, so, so Daniel, day to day, your world, I mean, what, what, is it, what does it look like? How long have you been at, at, at left? Well, it must be like a month, maybe, maybe six weeks. It's like two years. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so my day-to-day -day is uh, I come in and I right now we're running a matching gift campaign for the Five Fish Foundation. So I'm doing a lot of work for that. Um, but it's also built around my schedule with Lesk Industries. So I'm talking with our startup companies that are in our incubator and making sure they have everything they need, uh, connecting our mentors, uh, we're all, all always looking for sources of funding for these uh, startups as well. So having those conversations, um, sort of being a liaison between uh, any client company that wants to get involved with us on any front and making sure that we have all of the expectations out of the way. And then once they get past me, they get to Noah so that we don't have to have, he doesn't have to have conversations that should have already been had. Um, Sure. We do a lot of bit of that, a lot of that stuff, and uh, yeah, whatever else is thrown my way. Sure, sure. Now, now, Noah, and it, it may have not happened to you. One of the questions I love to ask is, you know, along along the way, did you ever, you know, think you were at a precipice, or you know, this may not, this may not last, this may not be a, a good idea. I don't know if we're going to make it. This has that has that ever crossed within any of the companies you started? But you know, we'll take we'll take less. Um, that challenges have hit, and it might be now, right? We're all living in a very unique world as it is. Um, has that ever has that ever happened with you? Do I get to tell you how many times? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So check this out. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a good one, uh, Ishby. Um, it was uh, September two thousand eleven, and uh, yeah. You tend to run out of hope sometimes, you know, and uh, we were uh, 30 days away from basically having to send everybody home. Uh, and the company had grown to a size where, you know, uh, it was very comfortable for a while, for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden I'm looking at my wife and we're back to where we're going to have to work the way we were working again two and a half years ago before. Uh, that is that is not comfortable. That was a very uncomfortable spot. Um, I'm also with the gym today. I mean, I actually own a gym. It's not, I know we're talking tech, but like that is that is absolutely. No, we're talking all of it. We're talking yeah. all of it. Yeah. Cool. So, so we're just after, just finished the meeting about that. Daniel and I and my COO. Kelly, uh, she, we were talking about how we're going to, you know, survive because Lesk Industries is a conglomerate and one of our, um, mm -hmm. one of our wholly owned subsidiaries is my gym. Okay. And uh, so we're, we're talking about how do we do it? And the thing is, is we want to survive today, make sure we survive and then be ready to thrive when we can. Uh, it's one of those, even if we do things today, see, we're sort of, that's what's weird about COVID because we even have those issues with uh, in the tech companies too. If we took any PPP money, 
Okay, so I've got one that took some PPP money and right now we can't do anything with the cash because we have to wait for the government guidance on, on what, uh, what the forgiving is and all that other stuff. So there's a lot of things this year specifically that are causing a lot of people, unfortunately, us too, to have to take a pause. In business, you don't need sure. a pause. Pause is going backwards. I mean, that's how it goes. So, so yeah, you go forward or back, yeah. It is one of those years where it's um, it's honestly better to be pausing than going out of business. So it's weird. I never thought I would say that, you know, to have a year where you're happy that you survived. That's different. You know, I understand the first couple of years of starting your business, but not X number of years in, you know, um, and the fact that everybody else has to as well. So COVID has had a huge impact. I mean, I, I yeah, it's devastating. Yeah. To some, you know what I mean? We've been sure. knock on wood very blessed so far. We're doing our best. We're taking a lot of hits. I'm glad. But we're surviving. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. You know? So, I mean, what's, what's the community like in, in Charleston? I mean, would you say a lot of others are in survival pause mode as, as well? Is everyone well, kind of rallying together in, in the Charleston community? I would tell you the tech scene's still pretty hot. The tech scene's hot. Okay. We, uh, we kicked off the software company, and, I mean, we're, we're exploding with work, right? I mean, that's not something I expected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Without how other things are going. So, um, so there's quite a bit of work right now for the uh, startup tech scene. They're still cranking along. They've still got things to do. Some of their apps are affected. Some of them aren't. Um, but in, in, at least from what I'm seeing, that's going on. Uh, yeah, we know all the fitness and everything else is shut down. But um, we actually um, are getting um, contacted from external to Charleston for the for our really? here as well so daniel we got a couple companies we're looking to start external with charleston yeah well when we did the incubator it was really cool because of covid we were like well what we can certainly affect companies outside of charleston if we're doing zoom meetings so uh we have worked with uh, a company out of columbia and we actually have a, a conversation with a company out of aiken uh later today uh, to talk about just joining the program and um, so yeah, I mean, it's really cool to be able to, so, so that they reached out to, to you or did you, do you find them when you realized, okay, we can, we can stretch our legs a little bit? Uh, well, we realized we could stretch our legs and, um, they, these companies actually came on our radar from SC launch, um, that they might be companies that we would be able to positively affect. Um, and so we, you know, we got with them. We actually happened to be in Columbia in person. So we got to meet the guy and we're like, Oh, he'd be a great fit. Um, and we were able, you know, he's, he's at a stage in his company where he's pitching to SCRA for additional funding. And we were able to connect him with a uh, professor at the college of Charleston to talk uh, heavy, heavy mathematics, uh, heavy uh, computer language that is way over my head, but it was, it was fun to be on that conversation. So, and we're finding that, we, you know, when we, leverage the networks and the people that we know and all the resources that we have that we can really affect these companies in a positive way. Yeah, and quick. I love you. Yeah. yeah, And, and that's what Daniel, I sure. mean, this is quick. This guy um, actually went from interviewing and working with the college of Charleston and then, and then actually got a recommendation letter within like a week. I mean, these guys don't have access to our wow. network. Like, and I see like, it's huge, philanthropic, being philanthropic and giving back is huge to me. I grew up very humble, okay? And uh, I wanna help as many people as long as I can. 
And I think like just by giving knowledge and time and energy and putting networks together, this guy is a great example of what we really want to do here. We literally have no dog in this fight. It's a great product for him. We hooked him up with the College of Charleston, and he's actually over the moon because somebody external had to validate whether his mathematics was right, and he is. I'm glad he's right. First off, I needed it too because I don't have a clue. But uh, anyway, uh, that's not, I mean, this is theory I haven't looked at before. It's all good. So, so long story short, but this is exactly the kind of success stories we're talking about. These are successes to us. You know, just hooking yeah. people up, getting them what they need, so they can go a little further. Hey, how are you? So. Oh, that's 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 fantastic. Yeah. Sensitive to time, Daniel. No, I know it's getting to the two o'clock. I'll I'll get one last question and then we can we can budge budge off. Favorite thing about the, the South, but specifically Charleston community, Noah. Go. What's your favorite thing? Ah, I would tell you that. Um, uh, quite honestly, to be quite honestly, the beaches. Beach yeah. life, man. Beach life. That's my I love favorite it. Thing. I love it. Yeah. Daniel? Dude, I was going to say the same thing. It's. Gandal! <laughs> I, I live on James Island, so I am literally five minutes from downtown, 10 minutes to the beach, and uh, it, it's great. Wow. I, I'm from Greenville, South Carolina, so. Um, I, everybody's like, oh, Greenville's way better than Charleston. I'm like, it's pretty good, but it doesn't have a beach. Yeah, it does. That's right. That's exactly That's right. Very true. Is that That's very true. It's true. Hey, are you from? We got Cool Greenville? Lakes, though. <laughs> That's true. This cool is lakes. true. This is very true, Josh. We do have we do have Cool Lakes. Daniel, did you go to high school, college in the I, uh, area? Born and raised there. I went to Greenville High School. Right on, man. I graduated from uh, from Man in uh, 2007. So. Oh, okay. So I graduated. Uh, from Greenville High in 2002. Right on, man. Yeah, it's a fun. My parents still there, so it's a it's an incredible spot. I love I love Greenville. Um, all right, we're one minute over. I gotta let you guys go, but but real quick, Daniel Noah, thank you so much for for your time. Um, for those that are are interested in learning a little bit more about about less industries and you both, where can we direct them? Do you guys social media website? Where's the best place for uh, for people to to get in touch and learn more? Everything we have is on social. Um, it's uh, our place for everything is uh, libusinesscenter.com that has Primal, which is our software development company, and App 401, which is our tech incubator. But you can search those handles on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, and they'll, they'll come up as well. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Invest Local Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review and feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms. And don't forget to tune in next week for more local stories.